Welcome to the Adult Cannabis Enthusiast Podcast, where we have mature conversations about cannabis and pop culture. If you want to check us out on social media, we are currently available on Instagram and on Twitter at AcannabisPod. Joel runs the Twitter and I run the Instagram. We have a lot of fun on there, so please uh, give us a follow if you're interested, um, as well as we're currently being hosted on Podbean, um, which means you can basically find our podcast anywhere. Um, thank you for joining into this week's episode of the podcast. Uh, we are recording on Super Bowl Sunday. Joel and I are both really excited. My name's Cam, and I've been smoking weed for just over two years now. And my name's Joel, and I've been smoking weed for over 25 years. This week on the podcast, I'm never gonna not gonna like get annoyed by that two years and 25 years. Yeah, well, you know, just just make me feel like shit at the start of every episode. That's okay. Oh, yeah. We'll get it off on the right foot every episode. It's okay. Uh, This week on the podcast, I think we're on episode number 58. Uh, What we decided to do this week is have a bit of a revisit for our subject on getting medical cannabis prescriptions. It's been about, uh, what, five months now, Cam? Almost six months since we originally acquired medical cannabis prescriptions. And it seemed like a good time with our renewals coming up to have a conversation about how things have gone for us over the period of time that we've had it, right? It just it just seemed like the appropriate time to do a bit of a look back, have a bit of discussion about our experiences with some of the providers that we went with, uh, maybe talk about some of the providers that we're looking forward to visit in the future, and discuss some of the aspects and experiences that we had along the way. So yeah, well, for, for me, this, uh, this basically sparked because I did have my, my follow-up appointment with my cannabis clinic this week and got my prescription renewed. So I was kind of like, huh, we haven't, uh, talked about uh, like our experiences with it a little bit. We've, we've talked to, talked about certain companies a little bit and like different offerings that they have, but we haven't really talked about our, uh, experience with having a cannabis prescription and the experience with being a, uh, a consumer within that space of the cannabis market. Yeah, I mean, at the very least, we've reviewed a lot of weed that's for sale on the med- in the medical space, uh, without a question. But uh, we haven't necessarily talked or gone into depth so much about the experience. So it seemed like a good time for a conversation to fit with that. Good timing with the renewals coming up and what we're kind of uh, got us thinking about what we're doing with our prescriptions and how we're taking an approach to this. So uh, I think there's a lot for us to talk about uh, today. Uh, we are also going to be debuting a new review segment on the show that we'll talk about a little bit later. Uh, this week uh, for our new review segment, it's called High Hopes, and we'll be looking at the Pearson Farms offering Island Honey. And we'll talk about that a little bit later. But before we get into our subject, what we like to do on our show is talk about what's on our roller tray this week. So my friend Cam, what have you been smoking? This week, I don't have much uh, to report. I did get in a order of uh, my Redican medical uh, dispensary weed, and I am absolutely floored with the uh, the quality of the products that I got from there. Um, on previous episodes, I was kind of talking about how I may switch up my prescription from them just because um, we're going to be talking about it a little bit later, but um, they have a $200 minimum uh, for free shipping on their orders. So you kind of have to do a bigger order from them, but uh, I ended up doing my first order from them. I bought 37 grams of weed. I got some Charlie's, some Cold Creek Kush. Previous listeners know that's a a favorite of mine. Um, And uh, I got some of their Blueberry OG. All of them were great. Um, My Cold Creek Kush that I got, I got uh, um, 15 grams of it. And that 15 grams was made up of like eight or nine tops, basically just gigantic buds. Um, yeah, it's pretty crazy. Um, but, uh, really happy with that. Um, outside of that, I picked up more hemp wick this past week because I ran out of it. Um, I basically won't light my bong any other way these days. I think the hemp wick is great. Um, (laughs) and, uh, on a final note, uh, I was kind of sad to see this week that Canmart no longer has their purple punch in stock because I was going to do a restock on that this week, but it appears they're sold out and I don't know if that's going to be something that they offer again because i don't know if gtech is still uh producing that product or not but anyways that's all i got how about you my friend well, i've been into a little bit as well i also ordered some stuff from redican not from redican directly but through my uh, medical provider and shoppers drug mart so i picked up uh, a bit of that cold creek kush because as listeners know i'm also a big fan of that cultivar uh, a bit of the wapa from Redican as well. And uh, as listeners also know, I like to enjoy Reddies when we're recording the show and uh, I got myself a deck of outlaws. So that's what I'm uh, enjoying as we record at the moment. 
Uh, in addition to that, I had an order show up from Shelter Market from the previous week. They had a pre-roll sale run, so I had a few things show up there. I got a little bit of uh, the green crack, a little bit of the Ultra OGs, and uh, some of Gord's awesome ice cream cake. So I've nice. been dipping into those. Uh, um, the ice cream cake's all gone, which is kind of sad, but that stuff was just so good. Uh, I really love that cultivar grown by gourd absolutely i've had others that are okay but that one just kind of takes the cake for me i uh, really would have loved to try that cake. take the ice cream cake <laughs> i didn't even mean to do that that's fucking awesome uh yeah uh i'll have to i would love to have tried that flower actually instead of just the pre-rolls but you know maybe one day uh, the other thing that I wanted to talk about is that uh, I'm still loving my bud cups. Uh, <laughs> we've been talking about that a lot. The bud cups are fantastic, so much so that I think I'm going to roll out and get myself a, a bud cup kit, which uh, comes with like a packing tool and some extra cups and a little carrying case for it. So uh, I think I'm, I've been uh, looking for that. We got uh, a little bit of uh, restitution money this week that uh, has made me feeling a little bit spendy. Nice. You might as well treat yourself right. And it's something that, that obviously um, has increased your enjoyment with your packs. So why not, right? Like it's a worthwhile investment in my opinion. I got the smaller kit of the of what uh, Bud Cups offers. They have a few different options. Um, mine basically just came in a little mint tin with a foam insert that had uh, a place for six different cups to fit. And you can put a Boveda in there too. Is it the humidor one? Uh, I don't know if you could put a humidor in it. Uh, it's quite compact and quite small. I, yeah, I don't, I think that the humidor one is a, sp- a specific thing on its own. I don't think I could okay. fit a Boveda in this one. I mean, maybe, but, um, yeah, just a thought. I normally just load them up when I need them anyway. So I don't normally store them in there, uh, for very long. Um, so it's not really something I need, but yeah, they do offer that, um, but I, I'm glad that you're still liking the Bud Cups, man. I'm glad that you're on the, the hype train now and uh, are, are really enjoying them. That makes me happy. <laughs> well, I should say, too, uh, you were kind enough to snag me uh, a hemp wick, too. Uh, and I made one attempt at trying it this week. So I haven't it wasn't successful. <laughs> and, and I just say that because uh, between my mouthpiece and trying to line it up on the bong and still having the lighter in my hand, getting the hemp wick, hemp wick to work and being on a couch that I'm very worried about being flammable. Uh, I just was like, I blew it out. Like after a second, I was like, this is just too much. I'm too high to figure this out right now. <laughs> so, so like, uh, this is, this is too precarious. It let's was, uh, it let's was. move on to something that's a little bit more tried and true. There were, there was, there were two things that were going to happen. Potentially. I was either going to spill the bong on the couch, which is a bad situation. Well, it or, smells like shit. Or, uh, yeah, smells like shit on the carpet, spill it. Uh, or I was going to set the couch on fire. Neither of those is an ideal outcome when you're consuming cannabis. So uh, I decided to take a pass and I will try the hemp wick again soon. Uh, I think yeah. I, just, I just need a better match for my mouthpiece. Uh, I really do like my little mini bong. It's just that to line it up over the hole is, is uh, a challenge. Yeah, just because it's a little bit too big for, for the mouthpiece that you have on your bong, right? Uh, or is it the other way around? It's kind of the other way around. Uh, the the, the mouthpiece is, is a good deal bigger than the size of the hole that comes out and it doesn't, I can't fit it over top because it's too small. So I have to line up the small end with the hole just right. Ah, gotcha. It's just, it's just an awkward piece of glass to use in conjunction with the mouthpiece. I think maybe if I had the mini mouthpiece, it might be more functional. Okay. Nice. Nice, man. Um, I actually just recently stocked up on a whole bunch of mouthpiece filters. Um, I probably am good for the next year and a bit. <laughs> yeah, really I did that on Black. That. On the, I did that on Black Friday. That was oh, a nice. Good call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was something that I needed to do because my spouse will not smoke the bong unless we have that and the and the hemp wick. Now, those are my two accessories for the bong that I can no longer live without. Well, after you you mentioned that to me, that after using the mouthpiece, that all you could taste was the butane, I started to notice that too. I don't yeah. really use the bong that frequently, but when I do, I, I was just like, ugh. I can't, yeah, it's I gross. Can't un- I can't untaste that now. <laughs> yeah, well, it just, it takes over the flour. Like, you don't taste the flour almost at all. All I taste is butane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyways, um, I think we're ready to get into the meat of our episode, my friend. Yeah. Um, my idea for this episode was just to kind of talk about the different medical cannabis uh, dispensaries that we have had experiences with. Um, Absolutely, I, right? I kind of wanted to, yeah. Well, I kind of wanted to start this off maybe on the back foot and uh, talk about this the the companies that we didn't have great experiences with and that yes. we had moved <laughs> prescriptions from. Okay. Um, the first one that I wanted to talk about was Tilray, and this is a company that you had more experience with than I did, mm-hmm. uh, but. Um, 
this was something that we both got uh, sorry we both got prescribed to immediately because it was something that our cannabis clinic Apollo had suggested right away right that's right I, I think the reason why they went with Tilray is that Tilray is very focused on the oils that they're selling and uh, obviously from a medical cannabis perspective they want to push you away from combustion in some respects and oils were a recommendation I think that came from both of us from our medical practitioner so I, I can kind of see why Apollo was leaning toward going with Tilray but I didn't have a very positive experience with the cannabis educator from Tilray that I spoke with no okay and that's kind of funny because I had specifically written down or sorry <laughs> written that's not a word I had specifically written that I had a good customer service experience with uh, like the bud tender or the online rep that I had so you can start with yours like what happened with yours like what, why was it a bad experience it, well I mean I think bad experience probably makes it sound more extreme than it really is okay uh, it was just it was just kind of meh in the sense that I, the conversation that we had um, I think it, it, again, it just maybe goes with the idea that they were really focused on their oils. And that wasn't necessarily something that I was really looking for. I wanted good flour. It seemed that they had a lot of flour, uh, a lot of high THC offerings as well. And a few different offerings that you can't find or hadn't seen on the recreational market in a while. And I know that Tilray sells their stuff on the rec market under Canica and a couple other brands and i can't yeah, remember which um, ones grail as well grail okay yeah um and they had it listed as marley's but i don't know if marley's is or not i think um, it is marley natural yeah, yeah i think okay. it is well, anyway yeah those three there i think in early legalization we had some positive things to say about canica because they were a, a reasonable quality for the price but it felt like it took a real steep dive the the order that i received from telray for the flower itself was just not up to snuff but to get back to what my initial education conversation i tried to open up a discussion about terpenes and was immediately shut down Oh, okay. And it was more of the like, well, our oils are full spectrum and we don't list terpene percentages in our oils. Just well, to why not? Just to educate <laughs> you were, was the words that she used. Oh, okay. And I was like, that that kind of put me in a, a negative space towards the call because she didn't say it in a like really snarky way or anything, but it was kind of like a, oh, you didn't know that we don't tell you about our terpenes in our oil? And I was like, kind of like, well, maybe you fucking should. Or... Yeah. You know, I, I was trying to initiate a conversation about the flower because that's what I wanted to purchase. So anyway, that kind of set me off on the wrong foot, but they were the ones I think that gave us the quickest approval. So I put an order with them right quick just to see. So I thought I would try. I got some CBD oil, uh, some, and I got two different kinds of flower. I want to say some mango and some alien dog, uh, unsmokable shit unsmokable went, yeah went and right to edibles because i was just i couldn't smoke it it was it was awful it was overpriced uh it was dry as fuck stemmy and uh just a really negative experience just okay happy with it so i immediately switched my my prescription from them yeah and i was gonna say that i i never ordered anything from this dispensary just because i had heard about your experience mm -hmm. and i was willing to give them the shot because like you had said early on in legalization Canica and grail were two that that we had pretty okay things to say about you yeah. know like at, at the time they were they were serviceable product for the price range right so uh when i got my when I got my prescription through them and I realized that that was kind of the flower that I was going to be getting, I was like, okay, yeah, sure. I've had grail products in the past that were pretty good. Like I liked their headband and their master Kush previously. It was pretty good. So yeah, I, I was, was all in on that headband. That was solid. Yeah. Well, and I was willing to roll the dice, but as soon as I heard about your experience, oh. I was like hard, hard pass. Like no. there's no way, because like you said, it was expensive for what you were purchasing as well. Um, most of the offerings they have on their website are in the $10 per gram price range. And, and plus, if, yeah. Yeah. Well, the higher paying, the DHA range goes, the higher the price goes too. Yeah, exactly. And if you're paying $10 a gram and you're getting shit weed, like that's, that. that's inexcusable. That's just that's just shitty. Not just shit weed, but unsmokable weed. Like literally yeah. edibles would be the only way that I consume it. I guess maybe if I had a, a press, I would have squished it, but I, I'm not maybe. there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, for me, my customer service experience was quite positive. Um, they did it a lot of pushing for the oils like you had, but, mm -hmm. um, my, my kind of impression was a little bit different on that. I was kind of like, okay, well for the average, like new medical, uh, cannabis patient, maybe this information is really helpful. 
you know, like they did okay. seem to have good information on the products that they had, not terpenes like you had mentioned, but they seemed like they were knowledgeable of the products of, of their website and their dispensary. Um, so I thought that uh, if for like new cannabis patients, I thought that uh, their customer service would be probably very helpful to them. Uh, at least um, at the very least adequate. Adequate, exactly. They, they'd be they'd be able to provide good information to people who are unfamiliar with cannabis, for sure, I think. Um, but uh, for me, ultimately, I don't really care about your customer service if you're selling crap Shit weed, weed. <laughs> for expensive prices, right? And uh, outside of that, like you said, I think they do fo- focus mostly on the oils. I have heard that the oils are pretty good from there, but uh, still not going to really get my money. Um, on their website, they offer oils, flour, vape pens, and pre-rolls. They don't offer offer any kind of edibles or anything like that, and uh, they do have free shipping on hundred dollar minimum orders, kind of thing. So um, there are some positives I think there, but overall, it's not a script that I'm going to be returning to. I don't believe it's no. just yeah. I'm definitely uh, not like getting unsmokable weed as a, a medical cannabis patient is inexcusable. Like yeah, you said uh, to be on the flip side of the coin, we never like to drag companies, so I don't want to just give this a blanket like kind of shitting on. But my experience was on wholly negative. And I've only in recent times, like ex- excluding like our previous occasional positive experiences with some Canica products, uh, I've only ever had one person or one interaction with a person on social media where they were like, yeah, I'm totally all about the Canica products. Whereas most other people are like, nah, man, you, you're going to burn me. So yeah, just don't uh, even try it. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I just, your mileage may vary, but, uh, from my perspective, I won't be returning there and uh, I'm happy to have that in the rear view, Uh, but there's plenty of others out there who are worthy. That's for sure. But uh, I think there was another one that you were with that you wanted to mention. Tilray was the only one that I think I've been with that I'm kind of ready to wash my hands of or, or have washed my hands of. Okay. Yeah, well, there is. Um, the other one I wanted to mention was Spectrum. They are a medical platform that's offered by Canopy, I believe. Um, oh, so okay. you get uh, the products that are under the Canopy canopy, you know, <laughs> Tweed, <laughs> DNA Genetics, um, Houseplant, Doja, Leafs by Snoop, um, uh, Tokyo Smoke. You get those kind of brands on there as well as other brands, but those are the ones that they primarily offer. The budget um, vari- variants on those brands too. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, this was something that was pitched to me by my, uh, uh, patient consultant at Apollo again. Um, I believe like they're just a bigger company and I think that they were just trying to offer like, um, bigger company platforms that have a, a range of pricing and products. So, I mean, those recommendations were good, but the, for what I saw, the quality of the products wasn't great. I never ended up ordering anything from Spectrum just because uh, I don't normally order anything from Canopy as a company, just because I find their products to be of crap quality and of mm-hmm. still a significant price range. Um, for people who want more information on the on the platform itself or the website itself, they categorize their products based on colors that correspond to THC and CBD, as well as the traditional categories of cannabis, the sativa indica hybrid categories. Um, they do offer free shipping for a hundred dollar minimum order, uh, which is pretty good. Um, the pricing seems to be all right. There does seem to be a array of prices, um, which is good. I just, like I said, I don't order anything from canopy just because I've never really had great experiences with their products in the past, <laughs> but uh, I, I didn't, order didn't anything know any this. better. Yeah. Only when we didn't know any better. Exactly. Like early on in legalization, I did like that chocolate fondue from from DNA genetics, but um, I don't think it was something I would order again. I would rather try it grown well. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Well, like we've previously mentioned, Canopy, they grow all of their products basically at the Hershey factory, right? And uh, their large scale production. They have other facilities, but yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's one of the main facilities. Yeah. And um I feel like this company kind of has a reputation for sitting on large quantities of weed for extended periods of time. So I never really know like what kind of product I'm going to be getting when I purchase from them. Well, it was packaged um, a week ago. Yeah. It's packaged a week ago. It is sitting in storage for a year, but uh, yeah. Anyways, I never ordered anything from this, this platform, but it does exist. If uh, people are willing to try out those products, like feel free to just not really something that I wanted to, do myself, you know, but I can understand why it was pitched by Apollo for like new cannabis users. Like there is that price range that's nice and a product range, which is nice. So I can see why it was suggested. It's just not for me. I'm, I'm too, uh, um, too knowledgeable of a patient at this point. Yeah. Yeah. You can't tell me that shit weed. No, no, I will not pay that $10 per gram price for crap weed. I will not do it. 
Um, <laughs> so moving on from like the the companies that we we didn't like, basically the rest of the companies that we've purchased weed from, we've had positive experiences from. Yes. I kind of wanted to start with the one that we talk about the most. <laughs> That's Shelter. Who's, who's that? I, have, I wonder who that is. Oh, it's, yeah, it's probably it's shelter. shelter Market. Yeah, absolutely. It's Shelter Market. Um, so for people who listen to the podcast regularly, uh, Shelter Market is a medical dispensary platform that primarily offers micro cultivator and craft cannabis offerings. They, for, for my uh, for my buck, you know, they've, they've got the best assortment of craft cannabis on um, any kind of dispensary platform, whether that be retail or medical, I think. I would agree. <laughs> yeah. Um, they sell uh, like all kinds of cannabis products with the exception of uh, capsules and topicals. Um, I know right now they don't have clones, but they will be offering them in the future. What I do like about mm-hmm. Shelter is that they're one of the only platforms that I've seen that has seeds and they have a pretty good stock of seeds it looks like so that's kind of cool yeah i think seeds are going to kind of get there a little more i think so it's the wheels have been moving slowly uh i don't know i've seen a lot of cool stuff coming from uh, parkland flower in alberta with with some really cool seeds coming out yeah uh, hopefully it'll make its way to bc yeah exactly um i was happy to see that uh one leaf has their seeds on there um i had their wedding cake about a month ago i kind of briefly talked about it on here and i loved it but i was sad to see that they didn't sell the wedding cake seeds on shelter because i would have for sure tried to grow that myself um but yeah uh we've we've been with shelter basically since the get-go and i've really had like nothing but positive things to say about the company yeah i mean there was no question i think uh having access to shelter was one of the the main reasons uh to pursue it uh, in addition to uh, helping our, our medical needs and having access to the cannabis that they have and the quality medicine that they have was was really important. So it was a day one for me. And and I can't remember too much about how your interaction went with the Apollo agent. But for me, uh, there were, it was less of a recommendation process. And then they were like, have you done any research on any providers that you're looking for? And I'm like, I have. So it was more of a me directing that conversation about which providers I'd done some research on, um, ex- with the exception of the Tilray suggestion for the oil. So uh, shelter was definitely the first, I was like, yep, I want <laughs> the bulk of my prescription was shelter market because I plan on trying all of it. And I feel like we basically have. Yeah. I've almost had everything on there now. Um, not so much in the concentrates maybe, but from, I've tried just about every flower I think that they sold except for like maybe some of the older things. Yeah. I've tried a, a lot of it. Um, uh, uh, the majority that's for sure. Um, my, my, uh, patient consultant at, at Apollo, they didn't really know much about shelter market actually. <laughs> and they were sort yeah. of surprised when I had brought that one up. Um, but I had, got them from the get-go. Um, the uh, the good guys over at Habitat had kind of tipped us off to Shelter Market. I didn't know much about them before we had uh, gone and done our facility tour with those guys. But um, once we got the recommendation from them, it kind of like spurred the whole prescription process for us. And um, yes. after I did some research on Shelter, I kind of knew that they were the, they, like the, the one that I definitely wanted to have, you know? Um, and that's basically because of their, their great selection of, of quality uh quality cannabis products, quality medicine, right? Um, I will say that the price does reflect the quality. Uh, they, they do have most of their, um, their craft offerings in the upper tiers. However, their pricing is better than the retail side. I, I have to say, and it is significantly yes. better. Um, for example, if you side by side, like a $40 eighth on shelter versus a $40 eighth on the retail side, right? Shelter wins every time. Every single time. Um, and I was going to do even a direct cost comparison here. I was uh, at a local shop uh, this past week and and they had some done cannabis stuff. And we've had done cannabis off of Shelter Market a few times now between the Karma and between the Island Pinkhead. And uh, they're like the, my local shop selling at retail was selling it for $55 for an eighth. And on Shelter, Damn. it's $40, $40 for an eighth. And that's a significant difference. I still will say that $40 for an eighth of weed is, is expensive, but at least with shelter, yes. uh, like that, the cost scales down the more that you purchase, you know? So if you get, uh, if you go for seven grams versus three and a half grams, you're going to get a price discount for that. And then that'll, that'll gradually grow with more quantity, which I think is good. So there's still 
work to be done with with the pricing here i think but um it's certainly much it's better certainly much better than than the retail side for these quality of products you know so it does seem like they're committed to keeping these products in a reasonable range as well i will say that i've been familiar with shelter for a while i've been kind of following along with them on the social okay. since like i want to say for an earlier time so i wasn't unaware of what they're doing but what i've really liked about them is that they're like full-on community people they're people who like good weed and would uh, have their heads explode if they were really like selling garbage. I think we've seen evidence of that, to that in terms of their response to uh, potential uh, product recall issues and stuff like that. So uh, I was really excited to participate in it just because it, it seemed really kind of simpatico with us and how we see the community and our podcast and, and the people who are involved. Uh, I think they are very focused on providing a good service for patients and improved pricing. We've talked in the past how they, they've done uh, price drops and things like that. Uh, in addition to the volume discount access, a benefit of being with shelters is that they have a new patient discount. They offer compassionate pricing uh, to individuals with low incomes or people who are uh, members of the military, which I think is really commendable, right? Uh, and they have frequent sales. So um, if you're a member and you just hang out, there's always an opportunity for you to be able to get it. They do have some inexpensive uh, products like the $99 ounces, but I don't know that the uh, the quality of it is necessarily uh, comparable to the other products, right? So like you said, the pricing scale goes with the quality. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so um, I'm glad that you touched on the pricing because I think that's really important when we talk about medical cannabis. Um, there's uh, a lot of patients out there who, <laughs> for, for various reasons, they they can't work as much. And um, anyways, I, I honestly think that the pricing still needs to come down. Um, for for cost-conscious uh, cannabis patients, Shelter does have mechanisms for you to still use their platform. But I, I must say that uh, if, you're, if you're not purchasing that budget ounce or stuff off of their clearance section or, or being timely with your purchasing to make sure that you're picking up on a sale, um, it is an expensive platform to use regularly. 100%. Yeah, it is expensive. 100%. The quality is great. It's cost though. us a lot to review this great week. Yeah, it has. <laughs> it has. But, um, uh, but there are mechanisms in place for you to have access to it, which is nice. Like you said, the compassionate pricing, the frequent sales are really nice. But what I, I really enjoy about this platform specifically is that there's almost no dice roll with the products on here, you know, and, yes. and on the retail space, it's a frequent dice roll. You can't say that. Yeah. You can't we're, say that at we're all. We're right? always like, we've, we've all felt that, that quality dice roll, you know, we all, we're all familiar with it. And at least with shelter. This is why we have a review section called high hopes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, so I, I can't say enough uh, good things about shelter market. I think the pricing does need to be um, adjusted at some point you know, but uh, they're doing what they can to keep it affordable. And it's certainly much more affordable than uh, the products that are on the retail market for the same kind of cost range and quality. So I think this is a worthwhile script for most patients. Uh, at the very least, you can you can get a treat yourself moment every once in a while and pick up on a sale. Yes. You know? And you can get caught up in a hype, right? They, they frequent have new drops from new producers who are coming to market uh, and stuff that's really exciting. Like, for example, the the recent Planet of the Grapes drop. That's like 4% turkey. I'm really excited about that. I picked up. Fucking drew. Yeah, I picked that up right away. <laughs> Uh, I well, probably do it when we stop recording. Yeah. Well, I, um, what I really like about uh, shelter and something that I haven't mentioned, actually, uh, they have like their, their craft program, they call it now, and they provide a somewhat, um, a somewhat, uh, specific timeline on when these products are going to be coming out, you know, so you can almost like yeah, plan like your loose, purchasing accordingly. Schedule. Yeah. You can plan your purchasing accordingly. And that's really nice because forecasting, your, your, uh, your cannabis budget is really important too, you know? So, um, I think that that's nice. And even lining up your cultivars as a patient, exactly. right? About which ones that you want to stock in your rotation and how like to take care of your needs for, at that particular time, right? Because your medical needs may be different at different times of the year. Yep, exactly. Lots of good things to say about shelter. Um, most of the price range is in the, the, the eight fifty and up per gram price range. Um, so for people who are looking in the like four to $7 price range, there's not much unless you purchase in bulk or from the clearance sale or sorry, the clearance section or the sales. But we really like shelter. They have great, great customer service and social interactions. The, they create that community that you mentioned. Um, yeah. Really like them. Yeah. They're our favorite, our favorite medical provider, I think is, is safe to say. And you can see that witnessed in the evidence of the countless times we refer to them on our show. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, but uh, in addition to Shelter, one of the other companies that I was keen to have access to at the beginning was Shoppers Drug Mart. Yeah. 
I mean, for a multitude of reasons, like one, I just thought, I mean, like, how cool is it to have your weed hookup be shoppers? Yeah. Yeah. Just a, a local pharmacy that we're all, well, not <laughs> local, but a, a pharmacy that most people are are somewhat um, uh, familiar with. Unless you're in Quebec. Yeah. You probably, you're, it's not Jean Coutu, but uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think I just thought I think it's kind of neat to be able to get that. I mean, it's unfortunate you cannot go to the pharmacy to pick up your medical cannabis, but uh, at least there's a platform. And I will say that I have been nothing but happy with my experience with shoppers. I've never dealt with an individual from there, not once, but uh, my experience has been seamless. I find their website to be like mildly frustrating in the way that like uh, it's in, it's user interface like seems to bounce you around a little bit more than I'd like. Like if you're um, adding stuff to a cart, it almost forces you to go into the product itself every time, which it seems to have options otherwise. And maybe it's just the way that I'm using it. But uh, that's my only really kind of gripe. But what's great about shoppers is that they have so much variety. Yeah, they have a wicked variety. And it seems like over the last few months, they've been trying to offer those budget ounces to patients. And I think that's really important. Yeah, they're they're I think they're actively looking to fill in that space that's left behind by by someone like Shelter, for example. Yeah, exactly. We've seen um, the Pearson Farms ounces on there multiple times now. Um, for people, hundred yeah, bucks. For people who aren't familiar with those, they're hundred bucks for an ounce, and they they have a variety of different. Uh, um, cultivars from pink kush to island honey that we're going to talk about to white rhino to yeah they have they have a deep bubba yeah they've got a lot of different offerings on there and i did see that they also had that that uh afria bingo as well on there um i've had that before and it was pretty good but um anyways it's good that they have uh um low cost per gram offerings on here because like you said uh, a lot of these other spaces uh it's something to be desired yeah, but on the flip side of that coin is that there's an element of risk. So you, it's not we can't say with shoppers like we can with shelter that you're never rolling the dice. I think it's safe to say if you're getting like a Pearson Farms ounce. So if you've done the research on the provider themselves that you're purchasing from shoppers, you'll probably be safe. But there's a lot of things on there that I don't know that I would purchase. Uh, especially at the pricing it's listing. And it, it's hard to gauge too, right? Because when you're purchasing online, you don't really know when that stuff was uh, packaged or sent or anything like that. None of those details are readily available like they are via shelter. So there is that that chance that you you might get some dusty mids instead of what, what um, you're looking for. But they do they are pretty good about giving you the THC percentage in advance. Yeah, yeah. Um, one major pro uh, for shoppers, in my own opinion, um, which was kind of like an unboxing delight the first time I got um, an order from them, is that they provide uh, like free of charge bevetas with their products. Yeah. I think if you buy a if you buy any flower product, you get a bevetas. yeah. I think that's awesome. Um, for each one, actually. So I like I've bought in stacks of flour before where I got like five bovetas. Yeah, I, so pretty I just cool. think that's really nice. That's a really nice uh, pro um, for people who are wondering. They they do have free shipping on $100 minimum orders as well. Um, really? I thought it was on everything. Is it on everything? I thought they just did. I, I think they do free shipping, period, on any order, dude. I honestly. thought I had looked at some carts before and had to pay, um, but oh, I could be maybe, wrong. Maybe I'm off. I could be wrong. Um, well, you know, that's uh, something we have to look into then. I thought there was a hundred dollar for, but regardless, hundred dollar is pretty safe regardless. Even yeah. if it is a hundred dollar minimum order, it's pretty easy to get to that yeah. if you're ordering as a medical cannabis patient. I think so. so. Um, it's not that hard for me. I use shoppers a lot for um, to buy my readies for the show, basically. But now that they've got those Pure Sun Farms hundred dollar ounces, that's going to be a regular purchase for me. And I've seen Pure Sun Farms even state publicly on social media that they're going to do their best to make sure that that gets stocked regularly so people will routinely have access to that so that's a, real, a huge boon to patients i think i completely agree um on that note uh currently i believe they're sold out of these pearson farms uh, 100 dollars ounces but it does say that they're coming soon and like you said pearson farms does seem to want to ensure that they're going to be stocked of that um, most of the time. However, it does look like there's a lot of people out there who are now keen on this information or are privy to this information. So I, I will say if you are someone who needs to jump on those $100 ounces, uh, when you see them, try to get them because I think they're going to sell out pretty quickly most of the time. So I don't know how regular they're going to be on there as much like we want them to be on there all the time, but I just don't know if that's going to be the case. 
Yeah, they're going to fly. And as soon as someone sees it, they get announced on social media because everyone wants to share it with the people who are in need. Right. Yeah. So uh, I, I did end up grabbing one of the uh, ounces of White Rhino when they first dropped in uh, January and uh, very, very happy with the product. It was uh, much better than budget in ounces I've purchased uh, in the past from other providers. So um, I think that one's a safe one. One thing I do think is a little bit funny about Shoppers Drug Mart is it's just very like very shoppers drug mart of them and very corporate of them to give you these like little like pill bottle stickers with the order. Yeah. It's like as though they have to pretend like it's traditional medicine and have to give you these like stickers that would go on a pill bottle. And it's just like, come on, man. They normally have little newsletters and stuff like that in the packages too. Yes. <laughs> be like, this is what's new in cannabis medical news this week. Yeah. Um, I, I really enjoyed, uh, shoppers. I don't think I'm going to be moving away from them just because of the, no. the variety that you've mentioned. They even have a variety of products. They basically offer any kind of, uh, cannabis product you can think of outside of seeds and clones. Like they've got all the beverages they've got, um, they've got edibles, they've got oils, they've got, uh, uh the capsules, carts. carts. Yeah. That- that just occurred to me uh, for the folks who live in BC, something that we kind of discovered, and I don't know if this is just a symptom of purchasing it from the medical side or not, but the vape tax was not there when we purchased our vape carts from Shoppers Drug Mart. And that's huge. So we're not vape cart guys, so it's not something we get all the time. But if you're someone who likes to use vape carts and you have it through sh- through Shoppers and you live in BC or another province that has like a ridiculous uh, vape tax get it from shoppers, man. You're going to save yourself a bunch of cash doing it that way. We tried out those, uh, uh, OG Kush carts that way. Right? Yep. And I also got that Aqualitas ghost train haze one and it was delightful oh, yeah. as well. Oh, you said that was really it good. It was right? really good. Yeah. yeah, it was really good. We got that, uh, the Aqualitas ghost train haze flower from, from shoppers as well. And it does seem like they have mm-hmm. the Aqualitas products on there quite regularly. Um, oh, uh, the other thing about their shipping, not only is it either, um, very inexpensive or free, that comes pretty quick right? Like I put an order in this week on Monday and I had it in my hands Thursday Yeah, for the Radican products that I picked That's up. That's wonderful. So yeah. boom, like from Mississauga, Ontario to Kamloops, British Columbia, three days. Pretty impressive. That is really good. Yeah. It's a quick turnaround time for sure. Um, because I know that some of the other uh, providers that we have, it normally takes about a week, maybe a week and a bit for us to get it out here on the West coast from them. Um, so yeah, the, it just depends on how they hit it. There's something about that pipeline that goes like from Toronto to Vancouver to the rest of BC. If you can get on that train, it's great. Shelter doesn't hit that run because it goes from like Macklin to Saskatoon to Calgary. Oh, right. So it doesn't give that, that speedy aspect, right? Cause it's just, just, they just throw it on a plane from Toronto to Vancouver. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that, that makes sense. <laughs> I, I'm not privy to those uh, channels, but it, it looks like something that you've noticed from the tracking and stuff. Yeah. You know, I like to, that the, the OCD has got to be good for something. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I don't have much else to talk about with, with shoppers. I think it's a worthwhile cannabis prescription for, for almost any medical cannabis consumer, just because, um, the pricing is, is, is great. They have, they have, uh, a, a vast assortment of pricing, um, pricing areas as well as a vast assortment of products on there. seems like the customer service is pretty good, even though we haven't had many interactions ourselves, but, uh, they, they provide those bevetas. It's really nice, quick shipping. So, you know, uh, a lot of pros for them. Yep. Um, there's two more that I wanted to talk about. Uh, the first being Canmart and the last being Redican. Um, I know that you had some information you wanted to pro- provide about Canmart because you've had a bit of a, a gripe with them <laughs> over the last week or so, I think. <laughs> Well, I mean, I don't know about a gripe, but like, let's, uh, let's start at the beginning, I guess. Okay. okay? So Canmart is the provider that I switched to when I left Tilray. So that was the, the provider that I wanted to go to. I've been following along online. Uh, our buddy Jasper from the Leaf Debrief podcast had been with Canmart uh, and a few other Twitter users that we interact with, uh, with the podcast, uh, the podcast Twitter account. Uh, and it looked like they've been trying out some cool cultivars and some interesting stuff. So Canmart had kind of caught my eye. I, I perused their selection. Uh, it looked like they had frequent discounted products. So I decided to go with them. Um, I think overall, my experience with them has been positive. They do offer relatively quick shipping in the similar sense that Shoppers has, with one exception that I'll talk about in a minute. And uh, they've got a pretty decent variety. Uh, They have a lot of different providers. Um, Unfortunately, a lot of products from Ignite. I don't know if they've sold through that. They heavily discounted a lot of Ignite products. Uh, So 
there, there was some cool stuff there. Uh, we've re- reviewed some of the, the products that we've had from Canmart on the show, right? Like the Purple Punch, for example, yeah, uh, was one that we really enjoyed. And uh, we've the Orange Bud that was a recent one that we picked up via Canmart and uh, the Wedding Crasher. So they they had uh, access to some of the G Tech products, which was another reason that kind of drew me to them to be able to get some of those G tech products on the medical side. Um, I've since noticed that some of the pricing doesn't necessarily seem to be in line. Like they sell those uh, watermelon skits for like 56 and eight, which is just outrageous, I think on a medical side, but uh, that's, that's besides the point. I'm not really dragging for that. They can charge what they like for the products that they're selling. Uh, I think what you were alluding to my beef with Canmart was that uh, they're experiencing some delays due to a Canada post shutdown uh, in Mississauga. And the reason why I, I uh, heavily emphasize the time frame on my shoppers orders and noted that it was from Mississauga is this issue I'm having with Canmart. I put an order in on January or sorry, I should say I put an order in on the 24th of January and the shipping label was created on the 25th and nothing has happened since. Uh, I did a follow-up with Canmart because usually it comes in a like really, really quick, like three or four days, similar to shoppers. And I was kind of surprised by that. So I just sent them an email and being like, hey guys, can you just send me that tracking? Because, you know, I'll follow along. I wasn't really worried. They did that. And it just says electronic shipping label created. So I don't really know if Canada Post has picked it up and not scanned it since or if it's sitting in their warehouse. But today has now been two weeks since I placed that order. Um, and I feel like... I don't know. I'm a bit miffed by the fact that this is my medicine, right? I, I mean, sure, I've picked stuff up from other providers in the meantime, and I, I covered myself because I'm not an idiot. But where, what's their level of obligation to get me the product that I've ordered and paid for, right? Uh, I get that if it's with Canada Post, right? That's on Canada Post. But if it's sitting in their warehouse and it's been two weeks, is there an onus on them to get me the the medicine that I've purchased like i i don't know where that line is so i guess i'm kind of asking that question legitimately because part of me wants to be like man where the fuck is my shit and the other part of me wants to be like okay you got to understand there's a global pandemic and shit's going on so it's like it's a nuanced kind of situation so i really don't want to be sounding like i'm dragging them necessarily but i mean like two weeks and all i've heard was interaction from what i prompted so I don't know. Yeah, that is frustrating because especially because you don't really know where it's at, right? Like yeah. you, literally, you don't know where your product's at. You don't know if it's with Canada Post and you don't know if it's with Canmart. And uh, previously with products that I've gotten from Canmart, uh, it kind of, for some reason, like I don't really get a notification until it basically shows up at my door. So the tracking's always been kind of funky. It just kind of shows up. Yeah. Um, and it kind of- that, I just don't get tracking. Yeah. They just don't, they just don't send it they just send you an email saying okay your order has been received we'll send you an email when your product comes out for shipping and then it just shows up three days later and you're like oh cool oh, well it's here <laughs> right? yeah exactly yeah right so what do i care it's here got here in three days no big deal but when it's two weeks now you're like shit yeah and i don't think that this experience is going to be something that other people are having at least i i really hope not you know um it sounds like this may be uh almost like a one-off situation we hope maybe right? yeah we hope i'm gonna follow up and see and see what's up from here so uh, i'll be sure to update on the next episode about how things have gone down mm-hmm. but um i'm still kind of like where's my shit man yeah i, I, yeah, I was kind of stoked because i bought a bunch of uh, really heavily discounted flourish product and i've never tried that so mildly mildly disappointing yeah yeah no for sure they it does seem like a company that uh that i'll I'll stick with for my prescription for the meantime though um because they do have uh an assortment of product product ranges and uh they have cool strains on there they've got some products from ogen which we've talked about previously the gasberries i really enjoyed the gasberries i've heard some good stuff about the early glue too as well um i've heard good things about their budget offering of sensi star you know so they have they have a lot of uh, products on there um for a, a variety of of different uh uses you know so um overall i think that uh that it's a, a worthwhile prescription um the, like you said the pricing does seem a little wonky i've seen a lot of comparisons by jasper like you've said uh recently um saying that like hey like the comparison to the ontario cannabis store is kind of off like you guys there's pricing is a little bit more expensive even and there has been some adjustments since then but um it yeah it the consistency of the pricing is a little bit weird, it seems like, but uh, mm-hmm. overall they, they do have, um, you know, 
there is the budget side, right? Exactly. It's not all just that some of them are outrageous. It's like some of them are like really heavily discounted. Exactly. Like we got that that orange bud for like dirt cheap, like sixteen bucks uh, an eighth or something. Exactly. Awesome. Right. So they have, um, and and they do have sales quite frequently as well. So yes. Um, I mean, lots of positives yeah. with Camart. I I don't want this experience to kind of color it, yeah. but I feel like I've I've got to be some, my, somewhat honest about that too. Yeah. Well, no, so we just want to report not on to, to drag anyone, right? It is what it well, is. We gotta we gotta report on the good and the bad, right? We don't expect the bad yes. to be consistent, but at the end of the day, it happened, so it's worth mentioning. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think they're a pretty good company, though. Uh, I'm going to keep my prescription with them for the next little bit because uh, they do have some good budget options, like you've mentioned. And the the quality of the bud that I've received from them has been great. Um, I really like yes. the sage and sour that we had from them as well. We haven't talked about it on the podcast very much, but it was something that I enjoyed for sure. Bovetas too from them. Bovetas too. too from them. Exactly. Yeah. No, they they're they're a good company. Um, they're worth checking out to see if you like their their strain assortment and stuff like that. Um, they uh they're worth checking out for sure um the last provider that i want to talk about is probably my favorite <laughs> um it's redican i talk about redican all the time because they in my opinion they are the best budget cannabis on the market um i, I find that the quality of the product is is bankable and uh the price range is quite low um i know previously i've talked about this company on the podcast and their their medical platform um, maybe not being the greatest, but after receiving my first order from them, I kind of fell in love with their products again. So singing a different exactly. tune. Exactly. You can probably hear it in the tone of my voice. I'm kind of smiling as I'm talking about them. Um, I, I honestly can't say enough about the quality of the bud that I got. The, the CCK that I got, the cold creek kush and the blueberry that I got, um, they were both from August, but when I opened up the package, there was still good moisture content there. I don't have a hygrometer, but I could tell by my fingers, you know, I bust it up and there's, there's still resin in the buds, right? My fingers get sticky. Um, there were some fucking heroes in these, in these packages as well. Like these buds were fucking huge. Um, anyways, the, the quality of red is great. Um, I know you haven't uh, signed up with their medical platform, but if you're looking for uh, a cost-effective medical platform, I, I have to say that they've been my favorite so far. All of the products on there are between five fifty to seven dollars a gram. You have to buy seven gram minimums, but I mean, I ordered thirty-seven grams of cannabis from them, and the order was just over two hundred dollars before taxes. After taxes and free shipping is about two hundred and thirty bucks. But for for thirty-seven grams of of weed, two hundred and thirty bucks is pretty economical in my opinion. I think it worked out to like six thirty per gram. So, uh, and not just that, but it's good weed. Good weed, exactly. I was so excited when I opened up the the jars because I had no idea what quality to expect because their retail quality is great, but I haven't had anything from them on the medical side yet. So I was kind of like curious if the quality was going to line up the same or if maybe it was going to be just older stock or something like that. But I was really happy with the quality of products that I got from them. Yeah, especially the pricing. Um, Similar to your experience with, with shoppers, I put this order in on Monday morning and I had got it by Thursday. So I was really excited about that as well. I was not expecting it to show up by Thursday, but it did. And then I was obviously floored by, uh, the, by the products that I got. I know that you got some of, uh, some Redican flower from shoppers drug mart. Um, how was the quality of that? Because I kind of wanted to like, just do a little impromptu comparison. Uh, the quality is fantastic, actually. Yeah. I'm really, really thrilled with what I got. I got some CCK and WAPA, uh, both in great repair, really great quality, um, good, good buzz, really tasty. The CCK is just awesome. I, I love Me it. Too. Uh, I spun up a doobie of the WAPA last night while we were watching TV, and uh, that was really enjoyable. Uh, my wife and I really enjoyed that that one. So really stoked on the quality. I think mine was a little more expensive. I was looking like about six fifty a gram or something for the stuff that I paid for. But I think I might be going to consider moving some of my script over to Redican, given the the quality that's available and the the cost aspect of it i'm thinking of um, splitting my prescription amongst a bunch of specific providers um, we'll see how that goes but I, th I still think I'll, I'll keep some with um, shelter canmart and uh, shoppers as well mm -hmm. but maybe i want to branch out into a bit more of a, a direct relationship with some of the providers out there yeah i kind of want to do that as well um i will say that i i brought this up on my uh, patient consulting call the other day and they recommend not having less than 0.5 gram per day allotted to um, sorry 
any less than 0.5. I can't remember if I said that any less than 0.5 gram, um, per day allotment to any provider. Uh, they say that basically the floor is 0.5 grams per day to any provider. So you can't really split it up right. more than that. But yeah, I recommend it, man. I, I really was floored with the quality of the buds that I got from Redican. The pricing was great. It showed up quickly. Um, I really recommend it for patients out there who are cost conscious and are looking for great quality with a, with a pretty reasonable price, in my opinion. The the minimum order being about two, like two hundred bucks for free shipping is not great, but I I am willing to adjust my spending habits in order to meet that. So, yeah. um, Redican great, Shoppers great, Shelter great, Canmark great. <laughs> those are the four that I've got, and uh, I'm gonna be sticking with those for a little while until something else piques my interest. I think. Yeah, I've got my eye on a few ones maybe in the future, like uh, Starseed via WeedMD or Seven Acres Medical Platform or GTEC's new medical platform are, are things that I think I might consider for the future, but um, maybe more to come, I think, on future episodes, because I think this is going to be a topic we're going to be revisiting again in the future. Uh, there's a lot more, I think, on the table for us to talk about on medical cannabis. I think there's probably an in-depth conversation on pricing uh, to be had uh, across medical and recreational cannabis as well. But um, at least in terms of what we're seeing recently in the market and how that connects to things. So with that said, um, cost-conscious approaches to cannabis purchases has been something that's been top of mind for you recently, right? Yeah, just because I've been spending way too much money on weed, man. I've been reviewing my finances right. and going, this isn't adding up. This is this is not good. We, we need to Where's adjust the black this. hole? Where's the black hole? Oh, the fucking podcast. Yeah, basically. <laughs> It's not that bad, but it's, it's a notice it's noticeable, you know, and then comparison, right. like comparing like how much I, I want to smoke in any given month, um, comparing like pricing, like between like Redican to, to shelter and stuff like that. I was like, okay, this, this is in need of an adjustment. And I'm, I'm <laughs> certain that other patients out there and other, other recreational cannabis users who are, uh, checking their budgets for cannabis are feeling the same way. <laughs> Uh, no doubt. And I'm, I'm with you 100% on this. And uh, when we started talking about this subject in general, about the impacts that we were having from the cost, it's like, man, yeah, how can we look at how we're doing things? And how can we look at things from the perspective of consumers, right? Um, to be honest, you, you've rightly pointed out to me that we've been really focused on a lot of the top shelf products on shelter, a lot of the new drops, a lot of the things are getting buzz and excitement. But everybody doesn't have access to that stuff. And the people who are purchasing on the recreational market have to roll the dice, right? So what's a way that we can help people who are stepping into the recreational market for the first time and also save ourselves a little bit of money? Exactly. You summed up my thoughts perfectly. That's exactly what I was wanting to do. I wanted to, you know, have like pay some kind of service to the, to our listeners, you know, because I, I don't know what kind of split we have between recreational and medical patients, you know, but uh, I know that most people do buy weed recreationally at some point. And I want to try and be able to steer people towards uh, a, a somewhat bankable product that they may be able to pick up at a lower cost price. That's all. Yeah. Absolutely. And I, and I want to give a shout out to our all of our listeners who are not Canadian, who check into the show, because we do have that uh, heavy focus on Canada and even North America, maybe more so for our, our American cousins. But I know we've recently had an uptick in some listeners uh, overseas, like in Australia and uh, the UK and in Europe. And we just want to say we give a, a little shout out to you guys, too. Um, but what we're talking about here is the, the, the pricing of the cannabis that we're purchasing in, uh, in Canada, in Canada. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I mean, from listeners abroad, if you ever do get to come and visit in Canada again, after the pandemic, at least, uh, maybe you can have a few, um, products written down that you want to try out when you come visit. Yeah, right. <laughs> A little bit of, a little bit of pre-tourism research. Why yeah, not? that makes sense. Exactly. So for, for this segment, uh, we named it high hopes, uh, because I have high hopes for getting some good weed and getting high at a cost effective, <laughs> uh, level, you know? So what I did was I went to a local store here. I won't name drop where, but I went to a local store in Kamloops here. And I basically just asked the bud tender if they could hook me up with something between 20 and $30 for an eighth that is going to be uh, fresh and a good product that they actually recommend. Um, the 
when I brought that up to the bud tender, she was kind of like, um, okay. And immediately was like <laughs> trying to talk me into the $30 plus range because that's where most of her bankable suggestions are between the 30 to $35 mark. She was basically saying, um, I had to reaffirm that it needed to be between 20 and $30. And (laughs) unsurprisingly, she reached for pure sun farms, Island honey offering. Um, yeah, I wonder if that's going to be a theme. (laughs) I I think it might be, uh, you know, I'm going to try another store. Um, we have a few different stores in town and, and honestly, they kind of have different, uh, assortments of weed at different stores in town. You know, some of them have more craft stuff. Some of them have more cheap stuff. Um, the side of the river that I live on, a few of the dispensaries just source cheap weed because that's Mm. unfortunately the, uh, economic bracket that we're dealing with. (laughs) Well, there is that one fancy shop. There is a there, fancy though, shop over sure. here. Yeah. Uh, Fiore Fresco. Shout out to them. Anyways. Uh, so she reached for this Pearson Farms Island Honey. And when I saw her take out the the green package, uh, they've recently changed these nice green package Pearson Farms. And so I was like, yes. I had a little smile on my face. I was like, yeah, uh, at least this is a good recommendation. At least I'm talking to somebody yeah. who knows what to recommend. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. They, you didn't come with the, the garbage out the gate. That's good. Shit. No, exactly. So um, we did a little bit of research on this island, honey. This isn't something that I'm very familiar with. Uh, my cousin Marcus, had picked up a gram of this um, just on a flyer one day and we tried it and it was quite nice. Um, the Me too. Actually. Yeah. And like, like, uh, like I want to say like a year and a half. Ago, oh, really? Just like, a, okay. Just a one grammar just to try it out. And like, yeah, well, I mean like, you know, some sativas got to give them. A yeah. Run. You got to give some, yeah. Give them, give them a try, right? Um, so this island honey, um, the butt tender told me that this was uh, like a genetics that is, um, I think, limited to Pearson Farms. I, I wasn't able to confirm that, but um, she had a, an understanding that it may be like a like their own strain. And I haven't seen it for sale under any other name. So it, that very well may be the case. Um, mm-hmm. The uh, terpenes in this strain are myrcene, bisbalol, linalool, humulene, and caryophylline. Although I have bisbalol, bisbalol, the pretend terpene. Yeah, the one that I made up before. Uh, <laughs> um, and uh, the THC percentage on ours was 17.8%. Um, I don't know what percentage of terpenes uh, each of these make up, but um, you know that that's what we could find on on their website. Yeah, and this in a December packaging, right? Yeah, which was pretty darn recent. I was really happy. She nailed the yeah. the recent package. She nailed the price point, and she nailed the quality, in my opinion. So yeah. I was I was quite happy with this experience. Uh, then she was trying to talk me into some leaps by uh, leaps by Snoop weed that was like thirty three bucks, and I was kind of like, ah, I'm good, Ooh. I'm good. Yeah. But thank you. Your credibility is going down. Let's stop. Uh, she now. was <laughs> she was great with the Pearson Farms at least. So, um, yeah. anyways, uh, for this weed, I was. Very happy with it. It met my expectations. Absolutely. Like pure sun farm seems to do a lot recently. Yeah. For the, I mean, what was the cost on this one for the eight? It was 25 bucks for an eighth. So 25 bucks. I mean, okay. since they're selling a hundred dollar ounces on, on shoppers, drug mart paying $25 for an eighth of an ounce was a little bit of a little bit of pain, but at the same time it was in that <laughs> cost range that I wanted. Yeah, and that's going to be the experience of a consumer who's going to purchase it on the rec market, or at least here in BC. Yeah, exactly. Um, as far as the taste and the smell goes, for me, when I opened up my package, immediately I was like, "Is this still pickle?" <laughs> <laughs> and and you said that to me, and then that's all I could smell after that because I I took a whiff of it and I didn't run anything down, and I just felt like I'm like, okay, well, this is a bit muted. It's not like like popping out of the jar or anything like that. But I don't necessarily have that expectation right in the lower cost category. Yeah. Uh, so the, the buds themselves weren't like super dry, but I did decide to give them a bubble Veda because I thought it could use a little bit of perking up. And uh, that dill smell came pretty strong after that. And, but you had mentioned it and I, I couldn't unsmell that. Really? Now. So uh, I, I am picking up faint notes of dill. I think they describe it differently. Uh, they, they describe it as aromas of sweet spice, honey, and lemon curd. So maybe that adds up to dill maybe. to us. <laughs> um, I know there's there's this weird pickle joke that happens on Twitter in the cannabis community on social media that I am not in on. I don't understand it at fucking all. Uh, so maybe the the this would be a good one for the dill pickle crowd on Twitter. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. But what it would, I, I thought overall that this one was pretty good, right? Like Pure Sun Farms, it, it was a smaller eighth. I felt like the buds looked a lot nicer in the bigger ounces that I got from them, but it was still solid. Like there was no, nothing uh, negative 
to say about the buds that I got, like yeah. recent decent freshness and good size. It's what I expected. That's for sure. When when you're buying at this price range, um, yeah. you're not going to get the, the crazy sparkly nugs. You're not going to get the super fat dense nugs or anything like that. Right. But um, it's a good product it, it smoked yes. nice um the effects were nice gets you high it gets you high <laughs> exactly it's not dry as fuck or falling apart in your fingertips um mm-hmm. i think that also has something to do with the, it being primarily sun-grown too right uh just it just gets grown differently um where would you categorize this one for me i think this is just absolutely a daytime use strain absolutely a daytime use strain for me uh, i felt like it's got a nice euphoric buzz to it like a literal buzz i feel like a bit of buzzing in my spine on it and uh, it gets me moving i don't want to like sit down uh, it's not overly strong so like just under 18 percent thc it doesn't doesn't like slap you but it gives you a really good burst of euphoria and uh energy i didn't find it hung out for very long so i felt like it makes made for a great wake and bake strain uh, i had it like maybe an hour hour and a half before my family got up and uh, with a cup of coffee it gave it a nice little kick in the pants so uh, overall uh, i was really impressed with this one I, I felt like it it had a good slotting in that wake and bake kind of category uh, wake and bake get you done area yeah absolutely if uh, if i was in a career that i could smoke weed and work at the same time then i feel like this would be pretty good for that almost <laughs> yeah um, yeah i could see that yeah the, the for the taste and stuff on this one, um, like we've said, it, it it has reminiscence of dill in the in the smell, and and that did kind of show through in the taste on the first couple pulls. But after that, it was just kind of gone. There's no real noticeable taste other than just like a, a weedy kind of taste in the vaporizer for myself. Yeah. Um, it burnt up pretty nicely in the bong. I didn't spin it up into a joint, did you? No, no. didn't spin this one up in a joint. Uh, had it entirely in the vaporizer, actually, and and like you said, the flavors weren't. Uh, anything to write home about no. it was it was cannabis uh, but again low expectations when we're looking at this one and i felt like it hit the mark for my level of expectation for it and the buzz was quite nice i think this has some lineage to jack hair and i really like the buzz from jack hair and i think that's what i enjoyed about this one okay but that said i don't know that this is one that i would necessarily put in the rotation all the time I don't know if I would either. Like I was kind of thinking about if I found it at that hundred dollar ounce range, would I buy an ounce of this? And I just don't think mm-hmm. that I would because uh, I think it would end up just sitting around for a long time. Um, yep. But it is something that I, I still will pick up on occasion, I think, because um, it, it almost fits that same kind of like Pedro's kind of uh Yes. category to me you know that page yes, of sweet that positive know? kind of warmth exactly yeah and like you said doesn't sit you out like sit your ass down on the couch or anything like that this is something that could be a good social strain um a good like daytime use like in the summer i feel like this could be a good strain to just smoke and like head to the beach or you know go biking that's or something. a really good point you know so i was just thinking about about how it would be good to have on vacation yeah so you could get yourself a nice like positive buzz but still go out and do some fun shit exactly so like maybe not a winter strain so maybe this is like a seasonal strain that would be good for the summertime springtime early fall kind of thing um, we need to revisit yes exactly <laughs> um i'm i'm very pleasantly surprised. Actually, I shouldn't say surprised. I'm not surprised. Uh, Pearson Farms has been pretty bankable lately. Um, I was happy with the bud tender recommendation. So shout out to that bud tender, um, even though you probably don't listen to this. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, this is something I will definitely buy again. And yeah, now I'm now after we've talked about it, I, I will definitely pick it up in the summer. <laughs> yeah, well, I think our, our, our high hopes weren't dashed. Uh, our expectations were met and we got high so really positive kind of overall it didn't break the bank and it's something that's kind of cost effective we're not really treading any new ground i think the cannabis community is pretty comfortable with the fact that pure sun farms is hitting the uh, low cost category quite well uh, and we're going to be looking to kind of focus some of our reviews on that in the future we still want to have a look at what's new and hot but at the same time we want to make sure we're uh being conscious of what we're doing, uh, saving ourselves money and saving you guys money too uh, while we're at it. So expect more, a little bit of a focus. We got some Redican stuff I think we're going to be doing in the chamber. And I think we kind of want to run this this high hope segment once a month, at least if we can, right? To, to see what uh, what's available in the market, keep us connected to what's available for the rec and what the bud tenders are talking about. Uh, I know in the future we may consider doing things like Secret Shop, but for this, the intent is not to... Um, measure a bud tender or the store themselves or, or slag anybody we just want to see what consumers are going to get recommended in this price category when they're going to purchase their weed exactly um i was kind of hoping for like a big 
corporate cannabis uh, selection from the person just to see like, okay, well, um, how good is the hound's tooth if it's fresh? You know, like, is it something yeah. that you can buy if it's, if it's fresh? Um, but I think that'll just be um, something that maybe happens in the future or maybe it won't get recommended. Who knows? <laughs> Yeah, we'll have to see. Who knows? It's uh, it's a it's a jungle out there, my friend. It is. Well, thank you everybody for listening to this episode of the Adult Cannabis Enthusiast Podcast. We really hope that you found um, our reviews of these cannabis dispensaries to be helpful. Um, if you have any suggestions out there for other ones that we should have an eye on, please let us know because um, for. I mean, I think that most medical cannabis patients know this, but there's not really a consolidated list anywhere of, of dispensaries. So we kind of just get a lot of things by word of mouth and by doing a little bit of research ourselves. So if you have any dispensaries that, that you're prescribed to that you think are great, please let us know and we'd be happy to check them out and uh, we'd be uh, excited to check them out. So, yeah, well, I, I think what you were saying there about how there isn't necessarily like a great access to information or a good roadmap roadmap to kind of navigate this. There are a few organizations who are out there that can help people. Uh, I know some like, uh, for example, she can, who's, who's focused on helping women get access to medical cannabis, which I think is really wonderful. Uh, and then people like Sue Latwin, for example, a cannabis educator who's really focused on assisting patients. So there are tools and people that you can access out there. But I think for us, we, we just kind of were like, Oh, we'll just figure it out. Right. Like, yeah. And, but if you're someone who's struggling, there are tools available for you. Well, that's good to know. That's not something that I was really understanding of. So thanks Joel for that. Appreciate it. Um, all right. Well, thanks everybody again. Uh, we'll wrap this up. If you want to check us out on Instagram or on Twitter, we are at a cannabis pod and, uh, that's all for this week. Thanks for checking us out and take care out there, everybody. Cheers guys. We'll see you next week. 